Hey everybody, welcome to Left at the Lights. I'm your host, Matt. This week we talked to Tom from That's Mori Pizza. Uh, you can go down there, you can get pizza just by the slice, you can get a whole pizza, whatever you want to do. This was a fun episode to do. It was kind of neat to talk to him about his story because one of the one of the unique things was that you know it, uh, this seemed to happen later in life. Tom was married and basically, uh, from my impression, just kind of said, "Hey, let's do this." Uh, it was something that he always wanted to do. Um, so you have a, a different dynamic there to where uh, Tom is saying, "Hey, this is what I've always wanted to do," and then he's has the opportunity and he does it. Um, so you'll hear all about that in the interview um, another cool thing was since i got it, the chance to go down to that's Mori and sit down with him and actually just talk face to face um, from a distance of course but in the background you'll hear you know what's going on um, and they're they're busy while we're doing this i mean they're taking orders and they're fulfilling orders and getting stuff out the door and you know there's like when i got there um, to meet him there was a group of teenagers all getting a slice of pizza so uh, it was kind of cool to see, you know, business in action while we're doing the podcast. Uh, and so we had a good time. Uh, it was a good conversation. I hope you enjoy it. Um, now, before we get into the episode, I just want to say real quick, you know, if you guys uh, can do me a favor, give give me a like, give me a subscribe. Uh, we do have a Facebook page, um, Left at the Light Pod. If you're searching for it on Facebook, I think is the easiest way to find it. Or just click it off of one of the links um, when I post the episode. Uh, don't forget, we are available on a couple different platforms. Uh, one of those being Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Spotify. Uh, hopefully by the time this episode comes out, uh, that should be available. Uh, Spotify takes a little bit longer to um, acknowledge the podcast and get it onto their platform, um, but all that's been taken care of. I'm just waiting for them to give me the thumbs up that we're ready to go, and hopefully, like I said, by the time this episode comes out, you can find us on Spotify. Uh, if there is a different platform that you prefer, let me know. Uh, you can email me at leftatthelightpod at gmail.com, and I will work on that for you. And uh, once I have that done, I'll let you know. So then you can pull it up on that and you don't have to click links or whatever. You can just watch it on whatever platform you prefer. So again, thanks for all the feedback so far, all the likes and all the listens. Um, really appreciate it and uh, just kind of makes me want to keep doing this. So enjoy the episode with That's Amore and uh, we'll see you at the end. All right, so Tom, thanks for uh, doing this. I appreciate you taking out the time. And uh, it's kind of nice we're, we're at That's Amore, so that's kind of nice to actually be in front of somebody and uh, not over Zoom. I know you agree. It's a little different. Yeah, it's, it's great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, I just basically we're here. Well, I want to get the story on That's Amore Pizza. Okay. And uh, so you, now you own this and you own it with your wife. Is that correct? That's correct, yeah. All right. So tell me, how did you get into That's Amore? Well, it's it's a little a bit of a long story. I've always been self-employed. Um, I had another business that I traveled quite a bit with, and um, in order to stop the traveling or slow down the traveling, 
uh, I wanted to get into something where I could be home every day. Um, and uh, after, you know, raising a family, putting them through college with my other, with my other business, it was kind of time for me to take a chance to try and open up something um, that I could maybe be at home every night. And so, um, so in uh, I think it was it was two, 2012, um, we opened up at 31 and 176. Okay. There was a pizza place that was available. Can I start over? Yeah, no problem. Go ahead, okay. start over. I'll just okay. edit it out. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, so I've always wanted to be in the pizza business. Uh-huh. Okay. And um, I had another business, but it really wasn't something that uh, I've always had a, uh, an option of, or I always had a, I don't even know how to say it. So, so how, did, how did we start? It's just, how I started is I always wanted a pizza business, but... Um, my wife and I were actually on a, a little mini vacation up in Cedarburg, Wisconsin. And we went on this, uh, we went into this pizza place and um, it said, you know, New York, New York style pizza. And I thought, well, that's a little bit unusual to have New York style pizza in a small little town in Wisconsin. But, um, you know, I said, let's, we have to try it. Because since I'd been traveling, I always liked, you know, every time I'd been to New York, I always liked their pizza. I was born and raised here in Chicago, but I always liked New York-style pizza. Okay. And so I thought there was a little bit of a niche market here in the Chicago area or whatever. And um, so anyway, uh, I met the owner of this pizza place, and we talked for about two hours just about the pizza business. And I had said, he had he had said, he says, wow, he says, you're really interested in the pizza business. I said, I always have been interested in the pizza business. I'd like to have a place one day. Mm. And he said, well, my place is for sale up here. He says, but he says, you wouldn't, you wouldn't want this. He says, you know, where you're from. He says, he says, do me a favor. He says, he goes, look down in the town that you're in, find a location. And if, when you find a location, give me a call, I'll come down and I'll teach you the business. Now okay, this wow. is this is after a, a, a two-hour conversation um, with a, a, an independent owner up in up in Cedarburg, Wisconsin. His name is Sal. In fact, I I don't even know his last name to this day. So eight months goes by, and I found this place on 31 and 176, mm-hmm. and it was a pizza place that had closed. I think it was called Phil and Tony's. Okay. Um, uh, kind of by the five way and uh, so it had been closed and I thought well if I'm ever going to do it I'm going to try this because the price was right it wasn't too big of a risk from a financial standpoint but I also didn't have a lot to lose because my kids were raised and I thought if we don't make it my wife and I could just move into an apartment and that would be it you know? okay. so there was a backup plan so there was a backup plan yeah and I still had my other business. So uh, anyway, we opened up in 2012. Um, after this, this conversation, well, 
let me get back to the conversation that I had with this, uh, this guy, Sal. So eight months goes by after I had first originally met him. And uh, I had found Phil and Tony's. I called him up and I said, Sal, I said, I said, do you remember me? And he's like, who's this? And I said, uh, this is Tom from Crystal Lake, uh, Illinois. He says, oh, yeah. He says, yeah, no, I remember you or whatever. I said, well, guess what? He says, what? I said, I, said, I, I, found, a, I found a pizza place. I said, I'm, and I want to get it. He says, don't do anything. I said, what do you mean don't do anything? He says, he goes, I got to look at the place. He says, but I got a problem. And I said, what's, what's the problem? He says, I'm going to Italy for two and a half months. Oh, wow. And I said, well, it's not going to wait. Um, you know, the place will be gone. Uh, I said, but would you be willing, when you come back, would you be willing to come down and teach me the pizza business? And he said that he would. Um, so in the meantime, I completely gutted that place, uh, cleaned it all up, got everything just the way I wanted it. So two and a half months goes by. I call him up, and he's back from Italy. He comes down and he teaches me the, comes down, and we came to an agreement. Yeah. He came down and he taught me, um, he taught me the business. He came down for a week, okay. and he taught me the business. So that's how, really, that's really how we started. So in, in one week, he taught you He taught me you everything that I needed to know, and I thought during that, during that week, it was like, you know, hell week, <laughs> you know, because yeah. uh, I, although I'm in the restaurant industry, but I'm from the other side of the industry where I installed restaurant equipment for, you okay. know, different restaurants, you know, most of the big chains and all that mm -hmm. stuff. And that was really my, my main business. So I know, I knew food service, but I didn't know it from an operational standpoint. All I knew is that I, I you know, I wanted, I wanted to do a pizzeria one day. And yeah. I'd worked in restaurants as a kid or whatever, but never really worked in them as an adult. Okay. So what drew you in about a pizzeria? I, I don't really know. I had this vision in my mind of, well, the, the first vision that I had in my mind about a pizzeria was that I really wanted it for a place for kids to go. I always thought that like, you know, like the 50s type of diner was, uh, kind of a thing of the past mm -hmm. and um, there's really no place for the kids to go and kind of hang out. I know even when I was a kid and we go to McDonald's you weren't allowed to sit in McDonald's unless you actually bought something and then they were kind of running you out. So I always thought it'd be nice to be kid friendly uh, and have a little place that the kids could actually come to. Now, I, you know, of course I wanted them to, to buy something or whatever yeah. too but you know, my original thing was, you know, I, I wanted, wanted a place for people to come. But at 31 and 176, it was only a takeout and carry out, uh, a takeout and delivery type of place. So um, uh, it was really, when opening that place, it was just opening up the place to see if, um, if I had a product that people wanted. Yeah. And so when uh, the place here became available uh, with a few seats, it's only 25 seats is, is the capacity of this restaurant, um, that's really when the dream really started to kind of take, take shape, where it's, it is kind of a small yeah. pizzeria. And, of course, we draw a lot of kids from 
the great, you know, the uh, the middle school and the high schools yeah. uh, here a lot at lunch and then after school. So, yeah, I, I actually noticed that the night I came in yeah. um, a couple of days ago, Sunday, uh, and there was a bunch of kids in, in line just getting sliced. Slices, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I'm curious to know what the conversation with your wife was like when you're like, "Hey, I want to do this pizzeria." <laughs> that was uh, it. Was uh, no problem. Go for it. Yeah, yeah. My my wife uh, and I. I mean, she's always been very su supportive of whatever it is. I mean, I've, I've, you know, there's been ups and downs. Uh, you know, with being in business, no matter what business I've been in, and uh, no matter, you know, what the pattern, no matter what the ups and downs, she's she's always stuck by me. The difference was, I'm well, I'm not gonna say the difference, but. What was different about this was that I didn't have to depend on the pizzeria to make a living, to support a family, pay a mortgage, mm -hmm. uh, you know, worry about you know all their needs for school and things like that, um, because my kids were grown when I first went into this business. Yes. My 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 old or my youngest daughter was, I think she was a senior in college when I opened up the place. Okay. So they were pretty much done. Uh, two of my daughters were married, and uh, so, you know, sh you know, it's all about for for what she said is it's basically all about, you know, the dream, you know, yeah. what is it that you really want to do? She knew that you know, there's a lot of sacrifice with being gone all the time, and that was my other business. I was gone a lot, and so mm. it's finally kind of time for me to. To, to try and just stay at home or whatever and and you know forget all the stuff on the road and so so she was very supportive of that because she knew that the road was actually getting to me not the road but the traveling you know yeah, yeah. so she kind of knew so, already that this was like a dream that you had and that you were yes headed in that direction at some point at some point yeah, yeah. I didn't know I was going to do it you know when I was in my mid-50s but <laughs> you know well, it seems to have worked out. Yeah, it, it, it really has. It, it um, now, you were at the other location, 31176. When did you come over to, uh, the, like, the downtown area? Yeah, we've only been, we were only there uh, less than two years. Uh, when we originally opened up, the, um, there was road construction. And so, you know, they took that five-way and they turned it into a four-way. And so for, you know, a, a year and a half, it had been just nonstop construction. And I knew that we had something pretty good because in spite of the difficulty in getting in and out of that location, uh, people were still coming and, they, and, and, and sales were increasing every month. And so I thought this would, this would really be, a, we'd really have a chance of making it with a better location. Mm -hmm. And so um, Ron from Labemis, who actually owned this building and, and ran it as Crystal Lake Deli back in the day. That's right, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, he's the one that came out to 31176 and said, hey, would you be interested in coming to downtown Crystal Lake? And I was, of course, what's strange about that is that I always targeted this particular building as the place oh, for really? the pizzeria. Yeah. And I said, you, you know, I said, are you kidding me? And he's like, no. He says, I, you know, he says, I think it would be a good fit or whatever. 
and I think it was a Mexican restaurant in here before I came mm -hmm. in or whatever. And uh, so I, I went to the city. Uh, the city actually gave me uh, a, some grant money to take my business that was in unincorporated Crystal Lake mm -hmm. and bring it into city limits. We're trying to, you know, maybe you know not have empty buildings downtown or yeah. whatever. So. So it, it, the timing of it was just great. Um, and as soon as we came in here, it was really when we actually started making a little bit of money. Um, now you mentioned the building a little bit. Um, someone had asked about the history of the building. What do you know about the history of this building? Well, I know it was, uh, I want to say that the building is like, um, early 1900s was when it was built um, I know that there was at one time there was a fire uh, in the building because um, they rebuilt it when I did the renovations here or whatever there's a, there was actually uh, wood that was still charred okay. and I thought well that's strange like why wouldn't they do that well back in the day they didn't you know, if it was still solid or whatever, they didn't take it out and replace it or anything like that. This, this is a really old building, and it's, it, and it's been a lot of different things. It was like a, um, I think it was a dairy, and then it was a, uh, a candy store, mm -hmm. and then it was uh, the Crystal Lake Deli, and then another deli took over, and then the Mexican restaurant, and then us. But the thing I know most about it is I, when I moved there in uh, 1989, it was Crystal Lake Deli. And it okay. had been Crystal Lake Deli for a long, long time. Yeah. So, um, in fact, the cooler that's in here now is uh, from 1941. Um, it's, it's still here. It's like a, it's an old still kicking. delicatessen refrigerated. Yeah. So. All right. Yeah. Um, so New York style pizza in the Chicagoland area. Yeah, that, that's a I, that's a chance. Yeah, I felt like it was rolling the dice, but I also felt like it was kind of a niche market. You know, I, I've always kind of prided myself on knowing what good food was, and especially what good pizza was. Mm. And um, you know, over the years, uh, you know, things have kind of changed. Uh, and I grew up with, uh, you know, where every pizza place that you went to was was great, but there were there were no chains. There was mm -hmm. just all independents, and they were all a little bit different, but they were all really really good. And uh, New York style pizza, um, the the guy that I learned from, who I met up in Wisconsin, was was from New York, and he had six stores in Manhattan at one time. And I do know this, in New York, if you don't have a good pizza, you're not in business very long. So um, so I, f I felt like I, I was learning from a, from a master, mm -hmm. you know, as it pertained to New York style pizza. Um, of course, he said that I would change everything as soon as, as, soon as he left. Did you? Um, and I didn't change anything, no, right. changed nothing. Uh, it's still the same. I've added some things. I've added different uh, combinations and things like that. Mm -hmm. But the, the, you know, the basic of 
the basic key ingredients of pizza is the sauce, the cheese, and the crust, all of which are the same as what I learned from. So the New York style pizza is, um, I just thought uh, around here, everybody's got the same pizza. Thin crust pizza is basically the same, and then the deep dish pizza or whatever. And I wanted something different, but I didn't, um, and I just thought, I always thought it was a little bit taboo of going New York style pizza in a Chicago market myself. Being from Chicago myself, you know, I was kind of like, New York anything, you know, I'm not sure of, you know. But, and I think a lot of Chicagoans have that, that mentality or that attitude a little bit. Right, like, um, like deep dish is the only thing. Deep dish is the only thing, yeah. or even, you know, Chicago style, uh, tavern style, thin crust pizza, you know. Uh, you know, I, I still love that, you know. Yeah. And uh, but New York pizza, I thought there was a market for it. And um, you know how people don't always stay in one place. You know, I've got a lot of people that are from the East Coast that really say, you know, wow, it's like a taste of home for me. Yeah. You know, and I'm converting a lot of Chicago style, staunch Chicago style pizza, you know, uh, people that, you know, uh, New York style pizza is, is pretty good. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I mean, I don't. So, personally, I, I like both. I mean, pizza, is, I just doesn't like pizza, really. Right. You know? I'm very picky about it. Yeah. You know, I'm very, I'm real p particular about it, but, um, you know, the pizza for me has got to has got to be good. I, I don't eat pizza just because it's pizza. It's got to be, you know, like a, a, a good pizza. So as far as the pizza that you serve, yeah. um, you got the different topics and everything. What what would be your favorite? Like your go-to uh, style? You're not um, you're not gonna like this because it's um, it's pretty it's pretty boring. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but. Um, my go-to my go-to pizza is always a cheese pizza. Just a cheese, really. Cheese. A guy that owns a pizza. <laughs> well, likes the same as my twelve-year-old daughter. <laughs> exactly. Well, I've always learned that how you judge a good pizza is you judge it by cheese pizza. So if you have a good cheese pizza, to me, you don't need anything else because it's got to be a good combination of the crust, the sauce, and the cheese. A lot of times, ingredients will kind of mask the real quality of what those three particular ingredients are. Mm -hmm. Now, I, I don't always eat just plain cheese pizza, but that whenever I go to a pizza place, that's the first that's that's the pizza that I that's I go, that I go for. If I go there a second time and the and the and the pizza and the cheese pizza wasn't very good, mm. then I'll add toppings. <laughs> you, know you know what's funny about that is uh, it just it just triggered something in my head. Is I think it may might have been a year ago, I was having a debate with my daughters about what's the more important ingredient on a pizza? Is it the cheese or the sauce? Mm -hmm. And so I, I just made a random Facebook post out to my friends and say, Hey, what do you think? You know, cheese or sauce, uh -huh. and I, th I think it came out that cheese was the most important part of the pizza. But a few people did say the crust as well. That, that, you know, they, yeah. they judge a pizza on the crust and then everything after that. Right. So that I, 
I think the crust is what separates ours from other pizza, uh, you know, Chicago-style pizza or Detroit-style pizza. The, the crust is really what separates New York-style pizza from from any from any of it. But it is, in my opinion, it's a combination of the three. Okay. Yeah. Um, so as far as uh, let's say like local pizza places, mm-hmm. do you have another one that you like versus your own? Yeah, I mean, there's 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 plenty of them that I like that that are not my own. Uh, here locally, here in Crystal Lake, I like Pine More Pizza. Yeah. I, but I'm not a deep dish uh, uh, person. I, I can have it once or twice a year. Mm. Uh, I enjoy Giorgio's. I enjoy Lou's. I think those are, if I do have deep dish, those are my two go-tos. Uh, but I don't do it very often. Thin crust pizza here in Crystal Lake uh, for me is, is, is Pine More Pizza. I grew up in Des Plaines, okay. and in Des Plaines, you know, like I said, there's a number of different go-to pizzas, but um, you know, one of my favorites that I still go back for is Barnaby's Pizza, okay. which is uh, near the airport. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I like that. So I know the area. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's that was uh, you know I, I grew up on that when you know since I was seven years old. All right, so, so um, and I don't want to dwell on this last question, but uh, COVID, how has it affected the business? It's um, affected the business, um, I don't want to even say in a, 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 a negative way. With the, with the pizza business, we're used to, uh, there's, there's some things in the pizza business that we've already been used to. We, we, we know how to do carry out. And we, we've already been set up for delivery. So we, we didn't have to get involved with the, the door dashes and the grub hubs and the okay. things like that. So um, so we already had that infrastructure in place. And I think, uh, you know, the support from the, and, and I think most pizza places would agree, the support from the community has been incredible through this yeah I mean it's it's a uh, it's a situation where you know we're we're closed a lot more because number one kids are not in school yeah. so so our lunchtime business is down and plus people are working from home and they're not um, you know they're not out and about going to the office going out for lunch mm-hmm. and this and that or whatever so you know we have had limited hours and that's affected um, you know the the volume of the restaurant but also we don't have the operation going all day long either so yeah. it's kind of offset even though um, you know the volume is 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 not where it was it's it's still okay because we're not you know we, we're not uh, we're not we're not open all that time mm-hmm. so it's affected it but it's um, uh, like I said, I, I, I just think that um, the the pizza business is a pizza is is a business to to kind of be in from a food from the food standpoint of people going out to still spending money on restaurant type food and not always cooking at home. It's kind of a treat just to you know hey let's order a pizza. It's something simple. It's you know so I I you know. 
I just, uh, you know, the, the crew that I have here has just been incredible, too. Yeah, they're working hard back there, I could tell. <laughs> yeah, no, they, they do, and they always do, you know, and it's, uh, you know, but they're very, you know, the very conscious of, uh, you know, the cleanliness of everything. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they're concerned with, you know, the distancing and all that type of stuff. You know, originally when we were 100% shut down, we were doing the curbside only. No one was allowed to really come into the restaurant to even pick up the, the pizza or whatever. Yeah. And then even as we phased into that, um, you know, uh, phased into like kind of a somewhat reopening, we made sure that we kept all of our distances. The tables, you know, we had half the amount of tables available. So it's... It's affected things, but um, you know, most of our businesses take out and delivery yeah. anyway, and um, it's affected it just from the standpoint of pure volume, not being open for lunchtime. Uh, but we—I'm not saying we make up for that during dinner, but it's still—it's still okay. Yeah, we're still okay. I just want to piggyback on one thing is that the community is like showing huge support for all the local businesses in our area, which is awesome. Um, and I kind of mentioned this before we got started, but like you're the first business for the podcast that we've been able to reach out to that someone else that's listening to the podcast suggested. So um, I think that's pretty cool that, and that's one of the things I want to do with the podcast is really just have other people suggest, like, I want to hear from this business. So, uh, again, I appreciate you uh, saying yes and sitting down with me and doing this. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not used to having a microphone in front of me, so <laughs> hopefully you can work a little magic with it because I, you know, I, you know, I don't know how it really went. So we'll, we'll I, find I, out. I just, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, it, I mean, everything's still going on my screen here, so we look good. <laughs> okay. uh, so, again, thank you, Tom. I appreciate your time. Oh, thank you, Matt. Appreciate it. Hey guys, thanks for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I enjoyed making it. Uh, if you haven't had the chance, go back and listen to our older episodes. We got Country Donuts, Duke's Ale House and Kitchen, and Plum Garden. Um, you know, this has been a lot of fun to do. With the reactions have been great. Seeing everybody uh, like them and listen to it, uh, it's a lot of fun. Um, so, if you guys have any suggestions of other businesses stores services or whatever it is uh in the McHenry county area that you think hey i want to hear about them uh give me a shout uh left at the light pod at gmail.com um you can find me on facebook uh we are on twitter as well left at the light pod so many different avenues for you to reach out i hope you do because then i want to go out and find them and put them on the podcast um we have a couple episodes that I've already recorded that I'm really excited to get out to you guys that are coming soon. Um, again, we're doing this every other Monday, and and this has just been a really fun way to promote some small business, locally owned shops in the area. Uh, I want to keep doing it. And don't forget, guys, you listen to the episode, go out and you know go down the Plum Garden and you know, get their Hong Kong chicken or go down to country donuts and get my favorite, the devil's food donut. Um, make sure that we are supporting these businesses. We're not here just to listen to the podcast, but we want to, uh, get out there and support locally owned shops. Um, really important that we do that. So thanks again for supporting the podcast. Uh, let's support these businesses as well. 
And also, I kind of want to put it out there that with this podcast, I kind of want this to be a locally sourced podcast. So um, I right now we have, uh, for the most part, basically a generic logo, um, some, some generic intro and outro music. Uh, but, you know, I kind of want to put it in the hands of you guys. I'm not a graphics expert or, um, you know, a musician. So if you have an interest and you say, hey, you know, I want to create a logo for this and have everybody see it. Uh, and this is a talent that you have. Come find me left at the light pod at gmail.com. Uh, the same thing with the music too. I, I would love to have someone that's local, like create the music for the intro. Um, so if you are inclined in any fashion that could do something like that, let me know. Um, We'll see what happens in the future, see if we get some interest on that. Um, but yeah, I, I think that would be totally cool to have a locally sourced podcast, not only you know doing promoting small business, but someone who is you know artistically inclined to create the logo. That would be fun, I think. So like I said, left at the light pod at gmail.com. We're on Facebook, we're on Twitter. Uh, hit me up with any suggestions that you might have. And uh, if guys have a happy holidays i uh, wish you guys the best support local and uh i again i can't wait to get the next episode out to you so please listen subscribe share with your friends uh sharing helps out a great deal uh i, I love to see it so thanks for all the comments keep them coming uh let me know who you want to hear from in the next episode and that's all i got i think i think that's all i got <laughs> um, thank you again my name is Matt this was Left at the Light we'll see you next time